Just Things Dusty. Welcome back to the show where we talk just about anything. You're listening to Just Things Dusty. Hi guys, it's Justin again. <laughs> and this kind of this is kind of like a part 2 of episode 3. Well, we're still going to call it part 4 or I mean episode 4. <laughs> Because that episode like episode 3 is one hell of a mess and I know this will be too as an Aquarius. <laughs> By the way, I might schedule the podcast every other week like Pagsini Pagsipag. <laughs> Because I'll try to post a vlog every other week as well, so parang magkahalinhinan sila or uh, what do you call this? Vice versa. <laughs> I forgot. Anyway, uh, I'll try to again post a vlog every other week as well, and I hope I could commit. But let's claim it, okay? Let's claim that I can post vlogs and podcasts every other week. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> Anyway, oh my god, that's such a Gen Z thing to do. Anyways, uh, this topic should be tackled. Like, this is kind of like relatable to some people, or at least to people the same age range as me, which is, you know, around early 20s. Uh, we're not getting younger. I know that early 20s is still considered young, but doing this earlier would lessen the burden and the pain that you'll have to experience in the future. Trust me, in three years of being 20, because <laughs> I'm 23, you get it? Uh, in that three years, is it's a learning curve, you know? There's a lot to learn, like, on a span of three years, I didn't know stuff. And right now, I think I'm kind of knowledgeable enough to talk about this kind of stuff. Well, I know, I know, being a teenager means making mistakes, but as much as possible, make that mistake in that era, you know, so that you wouldn't have to go back to it once you are older. We're talking about cutting toxicity. I know that this has been a topic touched by a lot of people lately or maybe I am just exposed to it more at the moment since I am on that stage wherein I need to filter my friends or who I stick with now especially people who I have to surround myself with personal growth is as important as mental physical and emotional health but this my dear is a healthy uh, advice I guess well a healthy topic at least and it will give you at least Again, at least <laughs> in, in our pace, you know? Uh, personally, for me, I have an era where I became friends with just about anyone. Without having my filter on. Like, I don't give a flying fuck if you're an addict who doesn't want to be cured or whatever. I still see good things in you to the point that I didn't know I've been leeched on. You know? Well, I should have known and I should have done this sooner. But hey, you can't blame the pick me gay, huh? <laughs> Well, that that's what I think, if I'm going to describe myself, like, four, three years ago, I would say pick me gay. <laughs> Trust. Anyway, remember the last episode I told you about microaggression? This is one of them. Uh, the story time in this podcast, or in this episode, 
will be one of them. Well before I used to believe that it's a good thing that my personality is not loud nor over the top flamboyant in terms of how I present myself because I feel like it was like it was considered um it was considered as indecent. Mind you guys, by this time I am already friends with quite a few trans women already who are of course very feminine and also very flamboyant. Well, one has even become my go-to person, my best friend, someone who became one of my chosen family already. Well, going back, I have acquaintances who used to say, I like you because you're not like other gays. You still dress properly, like a man if I must say, and you still manage to present yourself decently. At the time, I didn't know that it was a backhanded compliment. At the time, I also managed to pretend or put a mask on when I'm with them. Like, to be this mask gay or masculine gay, which is suffocating, you know? Uh, this also happens a lot when I'm around family members. Well, sometimes it still happens without me noticing it. It is like a defense mechanism to pretend to be masculine for people around me to accept me or at least treat me normal, you know? And at that time as well, people including some of my relatives says this might be just a phase or they'll set me up with a lesbian and I might like it. Don't get me wrong, I did try to be straight because all these years I have been told that I, you know, being gay is a sin or being gay is also a choice. I even cried as a kid and started asking Big G up there, why am I built like this? Gen Z, be ready because I'm built different. <laughs> if you don't know that TikTok, are you living under a rock? <laughs> Now, uh, that's another story, but those backhanded compliments and me flattering myself because of it, I didn't know it could lead to microaggression or is a form of microaggression. In Filipino terms, every time I hear what I thought is a compliment, meaning my ears are even filled with joy as they say, I am like a passable gay, you know? That's only few of the things that keeps me up at night recently. I mean, you're, you're like cringing hard whenever that thought comes into your mind randomly. You know, you're trying to sleep and then randomly pops in your head like, this is what you did five, four, three years ago. Oh my God. Do you feel me? If you do, make sure to sound off in my socials and hit me up, okay? Let's talk about it. If you want to. If you don't want to, it doesn't matter. <laughs> also mentioned about the time I hurt people's feelings because of this. As a person who has pasmadong bunganga before or uncontrollable mouth, we, yes, we, not just me, but I'm not pointing fingers to anyone because, of course, it's also, uh, it's also my fault, you know? And where am I? Okay, not just me, there are others as well used to forcibly out people. I didn't think or I didn't know better back then and I am telling you this story not to tell you that it's okay in some circumstances. No, it's never okay to force someone out of the closet. If they're not ready, they're not ready. Stop forcing them. Let them be. Like, everybody has their face and everybody has like their time don't rush things okay so if you're a closet gay or lesbian out there take your time okay now this is where the story time comes in 
I have a friend before who, who we suspect is bisexual or bi and we force them to like we force to out them we tell them that it's okay to come out you are in a quote-unquote safe environment even though they really are in a safe environment we just want to know you know but they are not comfortable once a person says no and you make them feel uncomfortable stop now that I have learned that these actions are wrong, I changed them, but I still don't have the courage to apologize. You know, that situation where it's been a long time ago and you just pray to the gods that they either either forget it or you never see each other again. Lucky for me, we never really talk now. And am I embarrassed? Yes. Am I regretful? Definitely. If time comes, we see each other again and that topic comes up. Will I say sorry? Absolutely. You know? Another story time. Well, it was... Uh, I forgot what year that is, but it was years ago. Or maybe two years, three years ago. Excuse me. <coughs> I was at a party and everyone there has m like a mix of my friends and some new people that I haven't seen before. Well, this is from this organization I used to be in. I'm not going to disclose it because that's gonna be a dead giveaway. I just don't want to name drop, you know. Anyway, uh, there are some of my friends there and by the way, every time I do this, you know, alcohol is kind of like always related to it. Even though it is never a reason. Alcohol is never... You should never blame alcohol because of it okay never anyway i am never gonna do that again sober or drunk no never i'm gonna do it again trust going back this group that i was having a house party with has someone who actually i am eyeing because you know he kind of cute you get what i mean not gonna lie about that but instead of just asking their socials or try to be friends with him and or her, or they, or them, or ask for his name, or number, or anything. I chose to ask, you know, like, uh, jokingly. I asked him if he was gay. And, of course, I was intoxicated at the time. So, courage is built up. And I had the guts to say, this is like, oh my god. Every time that I am reminded by this story, I cringe a lot. So, as I was asking him and he answered me no and then I was like wedding sure like oh my god that is so embarrassing I am so embarrassed every time I remember this because at the time I didn't know it was wrong luckily someone argued with me whoever you are you know who you are thank you so much for that one I learned my lesson but not till the time like after three years which is really embarrassing. This is the embarrassing part, by the way. Also, this made me quiet like for a good five minutes before going back to my other friends and talking to them. Or at least partying, you know? It's a house party. <laughs> anyway, this guy told me on a pointed matter, because he seemed like he seems pissed. Told me, dude, so what if he's gay or straight? You don't force someone to come out of the closet. You don't assume someone's sexuality just because they are a bit feminine or what that's non-verbatim of course 
and guys i'm trying to remember every detail as much as possible because you know remember intoxicated dustin don't know how to think <laughs> anyway this guy is a friend of mine and after that argument we never talked again well probably because one of the incident and two we never go to the same college nor the same area of living so i never get to see him anyways so that happened after some years um at an audition i auditioned for something and i saw him again my friend who argued with me that's who i saw uh, and I said hi to him and I don't know if he did not recognize me because it's been like I don't know like a long time already but my gut tells me that it's because he don't want anything to do with me well that's fine with me and now going back to that incident now that I am knowledgeable enough to know what I have done I can feel every inch of cringe that I can if I am reminded of this story moving on you know these are s only some of the the toxic traits that I have to cut in myself and uh, now that we've done some cutting inside let's do some outside cutting such as one people who does not respect me or the minorities such as POC or people of color LGBT and others etc uh, two People who still think backhanded compliments are fine, even after telling them that it's not and educating them about it. Number three, DDS. Bye. Number four, racists, including those ex-friends who used or who uses racial slurs and derog derogatory terms. Number five, DDS. Did I include that already? Number six, DDS. <laughs> okay, five people who are not relevant to my growth this one correlates with crab mentality anyway even up until today because of the way i was raised by my environment i never get to totally appreciate myself you know my self-worth and my works that i've put my efforts in you know i don't know how to handle genuine compliments i never reward myself without fe feeling so much guilt a true story I didn't put this one on the script uh, every there's I have a classmate and right now we actually don't talk anymore maybe uh, I reply to her tweets uh, she replies sometimes to my tweets and she's very sweet and every time that I do like something good I don't know how to like respond like th there's there's this project that we did back in college she was like oh my god this is so great you did a great job and i was like oh no stop like but i i don't know if i'm gonna say that because i think it's humbling to say stop but i also think it's arrogant to say that so i just stayed quiet and i didn't even say thank you so you know who you are thank you for appreciating my work back then anyway i think i need <laughs> Why did I write this down? <laughs> I think I need a therapist. Well, not me realizing this now. The true. Anyway, I did cut those people off. I have yet to cut inner toxicity deep inside me. Like, once again, not being my authentic self. A use as a facade in order to get accepted and treated normal by the society. A big shout out to my current circle 
for making me realize such things and to the LGBT representation in media such as Gaia Sa Pelicola, a series written by Juan Miguel Severo and directed by J.P. Habak. Habak, I don't know how do you pronounce that, but it's one of the series that I highly recommend if you are or if you are interested in, you know, gay life in general. Next pose, available on Netflix. Just look for pose. Everything about it is awesome. Queer a and what did I write here? <laughs> Queer and allies in media, music, and social media, like Kaki Pangilinan, The Boys, which is a K-pop group, BDS, Troy Sivan, the whole cast of Pose once again. Watch Pose on Netflix now. <laughs> Tomorrow by Together, which is also a K-pop group, Stray Kids, and lots and lots more, which is, I am really invested in K-pop right now because at some ways they are, in terms of femininity, they tend to break boundaries, you know, like toxic masculinity, who, they wear crop tops, they wear anything they like as a concept, as, you know, as a normal wear. So I'm really glad that we get that representation uh, today, unlike before, where homophobia is considered normal, I don't know why. We also have people who's there in helping me take the first step to understand the situation of the LGBT in the country. Of course, I have to thank them as well. Bahagari, mga militanting LGBT, and many more. Well, this past three years or so has been a big leap and my broad understanding on how I see everything. The only downside to this is that when you are this knowledgeable, it's hard not to get mad on the little things in life, especially on big things, of course, like the national pandemic response, the doing at least the bare minimum and stuff. I think that serves for another episode, right? right right do you agree <laughs> anyway this episode is kind of intense i did not expect to write all these but hey it's about time again these type of topics will never be irrelevant because it is happening up until now once again repeat after me cut toxicity one more time cut toxicity Inside and out. One runger. <laughs> anyway, this is one hell of a ride. I hope you had fun. Or at least I hope you got something. Okay? <laughs> Once again, if you want to discuss your stories, just beat me up on my SNS or social networking sites. It's at just dot rys on instagram it is spelled as dus period rys on instagram and at dus rys on twitter once again it's at dus rys on twitter catch me again next time on a show where we talk just about anything just things that's things just in out bye